Welcome to the Dan and Kimberly podcast. All right, Kimberly, we could record a podcast. That's the goal. I think I know what we're going to talk about. So, <laughs> and I pushed the button, and, and we just we just figured this whole thing out. High five! Yeah. So With, hi. What? Hi. Oh, <laughs> hi, hi. <laughs> He's Dan Fay, <laughs> and this is Kimberly Joy. Hello. Hi. <laughs> this is another podcast that we lost. Yes, I dumped a computer, so we're re-recording it. So see, nothing ever always goes to plan. Goals are not. <laughs> just more opportunities to iterate on this topic. Yeah. So why is goal setting important? Why should why should we even talk about it? Uh, so it was interesting because we were both in a space where we thought of this. I mean, I, I still come back to this, right? Because goals are like this weird to me. So that, I'll start there. Goals are weird to me they're not like intrinsically obvious things that I need to have so that I like live a fulfilling life or something. And I don't think that's true to like every person. Uh, so for me, it's been like this weird balancing act of like learning about goals and learning about structure and then like rebelling against it and this whole like back and forth thing. Um, and so when we were talking about what are some like more concrete topics we could talk about, uh, and transitioning off of bookending and uh, time blocking and all that stuff, goal setting seemed like the natural, like the next natural extension, because uh-huh. it's like okay, you've like bought into a methodology or worldview where like you can structure your day in some way to get like some higher leverage or some higher performance out of it, or just like feel less chaotic. Maybe like just a little bit of structure just makes it better <laughs> like to live. So you don't feel like you're just like a boat in the breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so then the question is like, okay, um, what is like, what's that concept called? Would you like transform that intention into stuff you want? And, and those are ultimately like goals. Um, is that a single word? What a goal? No, you said what is it when you transform, and I, I'm not following you. Uh so well, my point is mm-hmm. that action of taking that structure and transforming into stuff you want are are essentially goals. Because because if you don't know where you're going to land with the stuff, then it's really hard to like pick what you're even going towards, or why you would put the structure in place. Do you agree? Yeah. Especially today, because we have so many options, we could dump our time into just about anything. And I think that that be, at least for me, maybe because I'm distractible, I can, I can start going down the hill in these big loops or up the hill instead of just kind of going straight for what I want. And then that can also be discouraging. If number one, I haven't figured out what I want, I won't know if I'm ever going to get there. Or if I get there, I might pass it and not even notice. And uh, I tend to put in a lot of extra miles if I don't know exactly where the line is. Pick a thing, pick a thing. And then uh, that can really be helpful in feeling like life has purpose. Why am I here? Oh, that's right. I have a purpose. I have a goal. I'm doing this thing. Keep going. You could do this. Versus just kind of like, what changed this year from last year? Nothing. Why? What's happening? 
that kind of listlessness can, at least for me, kind of drag me down unless I have my eye fixed on a target. Yeah, it's definitely, um, that makes, that reminds me, focused on a target, yes. Man, did we talk about, was it this episode? Oh my goodness, okay, this is where it gets convoluted. It didn't happen last time, but but this time it's kind of funny. So um, there's that video, we may have linked it before in a different podcast, um, about that guy, and I have to find it again, um, talking about how like humans are like insatiable uh like like machines or like missiles they're just like shooting towards stuff constantly they always have to be like on the move um and i've heard it told like a lot in different ways and different stories and different metaphors about how like humans are essentially either that like a missile if you want to be really aggressive or like like a gps and you have to know like where you're going for to get any use out of it um and that clarity, it's been kind of interesting because the struggle for me was always that if I set a goal, I would kind of either like psych myself out or stress myself out or think it was like too big. Um, and the nice thing about having like a foundation of having better control of your time and deciding what you're going to do and like kind of honing that edge to pick what you're going to do every day is like goals became a whole lot more tangible to me of something that I could actually progressively realize because I could always go backwards. So like, instead of being like, Oh man, you know, I need a business of this size in a year or I want like to feel, how should I put that one? That's interesting. Cause it, that'll ping off the next episode. Um, but a lot of my goals were always based around like they started with like wanting to get, get up in the morning and enjoy life and enjoy the day. Mm -hmm. um, and it became so much more tangible when I started bookending the beginning and end of my day of like, I like reading. So I should make sure I put time into that. Cause it like rejuvenates my mind. Um, but also like, I realized that when I don't get enough sleep that I'm in like a particularly bad mood and that I really don't want to like engage with the day at all. Mm -hmm. And like all those little tiny pieces made more sense when I had like decided what I was trying to improve. Mm -hmm. But without that, I was mostly just like, like tying this all back into personal growth. I was basically just like doing good things for myself because they are good. Um, and it didn't kind of like come in to a to a vision i could like keep a hold of mm, for like it hard to to sink your fingers into and actually stay on task yeah for like for like the long term like as like a like a lifestyle so like goals to me have changed into this interesting thing that like because they're out there um i like i've come to this understanding that I need to form habits and structure around like a given day, not because tomorrow or the end of the day is like when the goal's over, but because I know that if I can like lay that framework, then I can like slowly work towards it. And that, that shift in my mind about like, um, just like planning the perfect day or the perfect week mm -hmm. that like helps build me into what I want to be, um, is like so much more palatable to me. 
So you almost have not necessarily goals. Like a lot of people think goals and they think I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm going to drive this kind of a car. I'm going to go on a vacation. Your goals are more like character goals. Who am I going to be? A lot of my goals have been like that, especially when, um, so the, the shorter answer to that, yeah, like I often, um, I've yet to reach a point in my life where like, I, I set goals around like really tangible things. I think I've, I've always been a little bit disconnected from, from the tangible. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, by the end of the year, I want to own my own house or I want to, you know, finish paying for my car or like all that stuff is, is often like not something I can really wrap my mind around. Even when I was getting out of debt, um, which I like, which was like the most goalie thing I think I've ever done in my life. Um, except one other story I have, which I'll, I'll say later, but, um, I, it was more like adjusting my day-to-day lifestyle and then like reflecting on how the month went. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually I just got out of debt and, and like, that's a, that's a much more like relaxed pace for me. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think the future like sketches me out in this weird way. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, and so Instead, just being like, oh, I'll like rein this thing in and cut this thing in and like making moment to moment choices where it's like, ah, I'm not going to buy. I- I'm feeling like buying this, but actually I'm trying to like use this stuff and not that stuff. And I can make do with this and like doing my like daily present in the moment adjustments and then reflecting on it like every week or every month. But just for that month, like, hey, like I saved this much money or I paid off this much. Great. Um, I know a lot of people like like to see where they're at with stuff, and I don't know why I don't like it. So, like in the time when I was getting out of debt, like it was very tangible to see like how close to zero I was mm-hmm. on my credit cards and everything. But I never really did a tally like that. Like, like I just made sure I was making progress, um, and then I didn't. Uh, okay, what I meant, what I mean is that like. I know some people that would be like, okay, I paid off a thousand dollars this month or two thousand dollars this month. Um, now let's like forecast that out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I do the same thing for a couple months, then oh, by next February I'll be out of debt. I, I, I like don't do that mm-hmm. at all. I like never like do the math. <laughs> I don't know why. That I don't know why. Very different than me. Even when I'm on a treadmill, I'm constantly doing the math. I don't sent there. I don't like it. I don't like it. Go, go, go. Well, um, I can think of one task where you and I set a goal and it would be this podcast. Sure. First first we were going to write, we had, (laughs) we were both going to write our own things. And we kept kind of almost daring each other to do it. And neither of us were really getting much traction in the writing realm. And we decided to do this instead because we had each other to lean on and it's fun and it's playful, but it got past, at least for me, a bunch of these demons of putting myself out there. Yeah. I agree with that entirely. Semi-permanent way. So we set the, how long, okay. So we're going to do a podcast. How long are we going to do the podcast? Because I don't do things without finish lines. Like I almost have to have a finish line in my head. Right. I'll just give up. Meh. I don't really know when I'm done. So here is a good place to be done. But I know for this that I I dedicated 52. We're going to do 52 weeks, Dan. That's what we're doing. What are we going to do? No idea. But that's how (laughs) this goal started was we're just going to put ourselves out there. We're going to deal with all the stuff that comes up in making a podcast. We'll figure it out. What does that look like? 
And then from that one year goal, you and I both kind of just kind of carved it up into little pieces. Right. It was just figuring out like, do we need a microphone? How does this work? Where do we post it? Like all of those things. And so we had to figure out all of those and those became mini goals, which is the way mind work, my mind works all the time. I'm constantly measuring, constant, constant. Okay, 40 weeks, we only have, you know, I was like doing a, ha- I do a happy dance all the time from this. Podcast. Yes. So, so I'm very measure oriented. It. Hmm. And like, that's really interesting. Cause for me, mm-hmm. it was like, I knew we were doing one a week. Mm-hmm. And so, so we had the end cause you, you need a finish line. So, so, yeah. so we had, we had like the end. Um, and I knew we were doing one of the one a week. So then like my brain just like hones in on like how do we get this rolling and how do we keep this rolling so like those first couple weeks were really interesting Mm -hmm. um because when we named the goal all of a sudden it really focused the stuff that was coming up for us the stuff we needed the stuff we need to practice the stuff we didn't think we're good enough like at or the stuff you know we were excited about Mm -hmm. like it really um it really brought the whole thing to life because we made the goal yeah. So okay. if, if we were just like floundering about it, we're like, oh, we'll record a few things, maybe throw them up on, you know, the old social media or we'll we'll put them on a mixtape and pass them around or whatever. A mixtape. <laughs> it, it would it would have been like really random. And and I'm not sure either of us would have like been able to like work on what we were trying to work on. Or like just like our writing. It would have never we, we would have never gained any traction. Right. And so that's one of the like magical things about goal setting is that you end up with like once you've realized you have all these pockets of time and all these weeks and all these months and all these years in your life and then you figure out like what you actually want to do with them in taking the time to to not just do like what my brain really wants to do which is just like start doing some fun or good stuff daily that like seems to be a thing that I should be doing when when you name like an end goal, so for example, like being healthier and like checking in in a year would be like a, a reasonable thing for me to do. Um, it brings to life like this this totally reasonable tension um, around uh, man. Let's see what we can do. Like for this podcast, it was interesting because like I knew we were recording one a week, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like let's see how many of these we can get out there. Yeah. Um, Though there was the thing of like, will we survive? Like, yeah. are we actually going to be able to like hold this habit? Um, but the, the the main thing for me was like technical and skill-based challenges, right? Because mm-hmm. it was like, how the hell do microphones work? How do you record things? How do you upload things? What's going on? How do you do like a moderate to tiny bit of audio editing so that it sounds fine? Um, <laughs> so it's palatable at least. Yeah. And then like the rest of this. So that was the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Then in then more interesting stuff happened because like eventually like a whole lot of the the recording stuff became pretty rote. Um, and then I was trying to find the record button every time, but we're figuring it out. <laughs> it's in the same place. I <laughs> um, but then there was a lot of like questions and ideas around like content and like mm-hmm. other interesting little like demons and gremlins about like do we even have a voice worth listening to and like mm-hmm. like how do we put these ideas together so that we don't sound insane or mislead or like 
all the regular stuff when you start actually like creating and producing stuff, which is great because it's we wouldn't have pushed through that far to get to like that those challenges if we hadn't um like put something up there. Yeah. Put something up in the sky where it's like, okay, we're going up there. That's really important to be definitive. And I think it needs to be measurable. Like a lot of times we set these goals that just aren't measurable. Like your healthier goal, you might have to put some other things that are measurable. I'm going to be able to swim for this long, or I'm going to be, I'm going to try to bring my resting heart rate down to this. And that makes it tangible. And sort of like you said in the beginning, when you were talking about getting out of debt, it helped you stay the course when you were making decisions. Well, I kind of want this thing. Oh, but I actually want my goal more. So I'm going to procrastinate on this thing so that I can get the thing that I decided I'm going right. to get. It, it actually, um, decision fatigue is a thing. And if you don't have goals, I think it keeps you in the quagmire of uncertainty longer. And it uses a lot of your energy to just stay afloat, kind of going nowhere. So that measurable goal that you're moving toward kind of can, like you said, like a, you said a rocket, I think. Uh, yeah sure a rocket a missile you said to be aggressive it can just keep you on target okay do do i want to do this do i want to eat this extra bowl of ice cream actually i'm gonna i'm still working on fitting into that dress at the end of the year whatever it is it doesn't have to be something giant but actually setting a tangible measurable goal helps that decision fatigue lessen because you're going to stay on target and then cutting it up into smaller things like you said with the um let's just figure out how this works and where to post it those all those little hoops that you and I jumped through together. And I think for me, a lot of it was that we were doing it together that made it less scary. Well, Dan's yeah, here, I'm not going to die. Um, those all basically added up to these little pieces of experience in my brain that I could do it. So whenever <laughs> sure, the grumbling yeah. came out and said, this is a bad plan, don't do it. Wait, wait. But Dan and I have already hit these seven things, we, these little mini goals. We've already knocked them out of the park. So maybe we can Maybe we can do it. And so it addresses some of those fears because whenever you change your status quo, your brain's going to say it's a bad plan. Sure. This is, this is fine. You're alive. You're not dying. Nobody's writing bad reviews. You don't have to deal with all of that stuff because you're not doing this thing. And then you, you, you're going to want to pull back. And a lot of times we take that, that resistance as a signal that it's a bad plan. But having a goal, especially one that you're accountable to someone, like I am to you, to push through it. Yeah. Can't let Dan down. I said I was going to do this thing. <laughs> Forces me to coach myself and to move through those little pieces of resistance and stay on target. It's only a year. It's only a year. You could do a year. And at this point, I'm like, why would we stop? Yeah. Like, so fun. Why would we stop? Yeah. I don't know. We're, we're already rolling it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a super fun part of the week. So we already, already have momentum. But um, I think that sometimes in the pressure of daily life, maybe we set too many goals. Sure. I'm going to pay off my car and I'm going to finish college and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And and then you have 20 goals. And because you haven't given yourself the gift of focusing on one or two, the only evidence you're going to collect is that you can't do goals, that goals aren't for you, that you're not going to get anywhere. So why bother? Just stay afloat. But I think it's also important to address the gift of focusing if you have a goal or two. Well, and I find that like, it's one of those things because I end up in that space a lot because I can just mostly like distract myself into oblivion during certain periods (laughs) of my life. 
Uh-huh. Um, and so my mental game that I play in that state, so I pick one, is just like, well, you're not doing any of them now. So, <laughs> so, so we nailed it, right? Like I'm stressing about not doing like five things or mm-hmm. 10 things. Um, and, but then they would just like take a breath and I'm just like, oh, wait. I'm not even doing one thing. I'm doing zero. Okay. So like, we know the world doesn't burn down and I don't die if I do zero. Mm-hmm. And this put, it puts me in a really good state to just be like, okay, so instead of trying to like pick up the 10 and then panicking and getting paralyzed and not doing it, uh, I'm just going to do that one. Mm-hmm. Because it's like more than now. It's 100% improvement over right. not doing so, anything. So like, and, and it is a pretty good big deal for me to like get to a space where like I could say that I'm not doing any of the things without like having a backhanded part to it where I like am hurting my self-image in some way mm-hmm. and so it's just like the actual living wonderful state of the world this second is that those five things you're panicking about you're doing zero of them so like you could keep doing zero so I actually really like that idea that like the world will go on you will survive yeah. you know bills will get paid and like you might even be like happy it, it, at the zero you've been here for a while so then i just get to the space where it's like cool so i can just improve my life and like remove some of this residual stress just by like doing any one of these awesome i'll do that one mm-hmm. and then i can kind of like start setting some intention around that um it also and that clarity that picking the one right because when you pick a few it's like hard to get your energy in the rate you're like very, you're spread very thin mm-hmm. um it reminded me um, of like the only physical goal I've ever set in my life, I think, um, which was swimming 25 full laps of an Olympic pool. This was years ago now. Um, without stopping. Uh, and the nice thing about having the focus on basically only doing that for like three months um, was I did have accountability partners. So that was nice. Um, this is also why people pick up like gym buddies and stuff because mm-hmm. it's way easier to like do a thing if you just have someone that'll like also doesn't want to do it but doesn't want to do it with you so that both of you could like begrudgingly like get in the car when it's super cold be like i'll see you there and then you're there and it's fun because there's something about like two or more people doing a thing that just has a nice energy um mm-hmm. but the swim thing i actually did like alone but i had like a kind of partners i checked in with and um the nice thing about having like a focus like a focus with a goal, with an intention, with a number. So this is where I agree. Cause I have had a point in my life where like I was counting. I count very rarely, but like for physical stuff, I seem to, if it seems to drive me, I've told you this before, but like when I was working on that thing, I would swim every night, uh, like five days a week. Um, and I would push myself hard enough that by the time I was getting out of the pool, like I would have to stop swimming because I thought I was going to drown. Um, and so I get like to the middle of a lap and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to die. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's try to reach the wall. So like the next goal would just be like, get out of the middle of the pool. <laughs> um, and it was like counting, right? Cause yeah. I, cause I was like, cause, uh, 25 Olympic laps is like, so every regular pool, regular pool you've ever been to is like half that. Yeah. I was actually five meters is regular pools. Yeah. So, um, so I was counting to 50 because I was in a regular pool. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was just like, 
just count, just go back and forth and just count and count and count. And every day, just count and count. And then just be like, but the nice thing about numbers, right? And physical stuff is like, um, this is why I kind of agree with the treadmill thing. Um, you can push yourself for one more. Whereas like in budgeting, that was challenging because I don't know where the one more would like come from. Like, so, so just having an idea that I was like aiming to cut stuff allowed me, so it was different. So that was more like lifestyle, like present in the moment um, choice, right? Um, whereas like physical activity for me is like isolated to like these training sessions. Mm, where It's uh, in a container. Yeah. Work better for you. And, 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 and since that's like such a tight scope, um, I love to count in those, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so this helped. I, so now I, I know there's a distinction for me. Um, when I'm planning like life habit stuff, I like to like take my hands like way off, like have a finish line, but then just be like, let's just figure out some daily habits that'll get me there. Um, I think that's pretty much really in line with it because you're setting a goal. And then even if you're not actually cutting it down into, okay, there's 52 weeks in a year. Right. What am I going to do in each week? I think you're probably maybe subconsciously cutting it down into about what a daily bite size would be and what that would have to look like. Could Even be, if could not be intentionally like measuring it and being really precise. Cause I don't, I'm not always precise. I just do want to know how far <laughs> I wouldn't stop at 60 <laughs> anything else. I better keep going. And that, and the math keeps me busy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or on a machine. Oh, now we're at 75. We, you would never <laughs> stop when you're 75. <laughs> so the first half is always the hardest for me, like getting over that middle. And then after that, just the getting pulls me. Yeah. Out of the way. I see. Um, yeah. There's, that's interesting that you kind of want to be loose around it. And I think I'm the same way. I definitely have goals that aren't always solidified. Like my getting healthier goal right now is just to feel better. I just want to feel better. And it's working. It's working fine because I'm working out and I'm eating healthy. But I also find it's sometimes difficult to maintain momentum because feeling better is so vague. Well, there's no end game. Yeah. Like, as in it's like, so when do we? when do we celebrate level two of my feeling better? Right. Right. And, and, and what would level, this, this is an interesting thing about, um, so weaving a few things more together, but like um, typology systems and methodologies that have like levels of health, like Enneagram or something mm-hmm. that that's something I always really loved about those yeah. because I could like look at it and I could be like, okay, I seem to like fit in these survival strategies and this thing. And it's like, I remember getting really fired up at the Enneagram because I could like look and be like, I think I'm at level four. And like, and then I read a whole bunch of descriptions about like level three and I'm like, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I have a more tangible idea of like what my day-to-day mental state would be if I was like thinking healthily with a self-image like that, with, pr- with prospects like that and dreams like that. Yeah. Um, and that was like, cool. Like that was really energizing. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, let's aim for three. Um, whereas um, when you're just doing the, because like, you are getting like the the nice um, encouraging dividends of just like healthy lifestyle change right now. So like the vagueness doesn't really sabotage you because it's just like, I don't know if I exercise like a. Except that when you stop, when you skip a day, you don't necessarily feel bad, right? Ah, now. sure. So then it becomes sure. this kind of gradual gray slide out of feeling good wait, did I feel better before? Like every time I start working out again, because this is like a constant on and off for me. Yeah. I was like, why did I ever stop? I feel amazing. Oh, that's right. I took a couple days off and I went, I still feel amazing. And so I do the best when I set like a race goal 
like there was a Spartan race I wanted to do a few years ago and you had to be able to do 50 burpees in five minutes right. in order to, to be, make sure you can do this so you're prepared. And so that was my goal and it made it very easy to, okay, now I'm up to being able to do 25 without stopping. I could do 65 without stopping. This is amazing. I blew that out of the water. Whereas right now I don't have that goal and I'm just kind of going to the gym every day. So I know in my mind that I need to set a goal or I will lose momentum. So it does work for me that juiciness. Yeah. yeah, no, actually not always. You're you're making tons you're making tons. In fact, yeah, the these stories have really helped kind of answer that other question about why <laughs> care about goals at all. <laughs> yeah, why care about um, goals at all? Because like you can move forward. I'm not gonna be like a doomsayer and say like, without goals, you will never feel even a tiny bit better or get even a little bit healthier but it but it does like it's almost like a loss of traction or like friction right it's like why would you put yourself in a position where like you're you're slippy sliding around all the time and you can't like stick to a lifestyle you want right your your confidence is going down you might not be getting anywhere you might be doubting yourself all like all of this stuff that seems to be the gremlins that for me come up over and over again yeah can be at least lessened if i'm intentional and exercise some of my free will perhaps <laughs> and <laughs> set some tangible goals that i can measure and actually be able to see how close i am and then also cuz i tend to undercelebrate my victories once i hit something i'm like yep that's done okay next goal uh actually pausing to celebrate like uh jordan peterson i think talks about this like a lot of us don't ever celebrate Mm. when we get some there somewhere but if you were trying to help a child instill a good habit you would celebrate with them yeah you wouldn't just go good good job now next goal get out your little you know wet noodle whip and whip them toward the next thing Why don't we celebrate with ourselves when we do reach a thing? You don't have to pull anybody in. I, you don't, you know, some people want to have a glass of wine with somebody or do something silly. It can just be you by yourself celebrating that you did a thing. And that's, I think, an important part of goal setting that in this really fast paced society, sometimes at least I really forget to do. I just expect it. Yeah, of course you did it. I told you to do it. You did it. Done. And that's not really great. <laughs> well, well, then you get like that whole thing of like, but isn't arriving where you want to be enough? <sighs> and you it's never arrive. You're always just there. Right. Well, no, and that's, that's exactly the point, right? Is that mm-hmm. um, the world isn't going to hand you the, the nice like summit. No. Right. Because like you think it's there because, because you said like the goal around it. So you're like, oh, I'm going to get to the summit. Like all this thing stuff will materialize and like it'll be so much better than i could ever imagine but your matter is like you, you get to that day where you're like oh i did it and then you're like oh well i better move the thing like i, I better move the bar um and because i've heard that a lot man i'm not sure if we can i'm not sure if i have the thoughts in my head to adequately talk about that today but there has been more and more discussion about um when you goal set and because we're like an achievement culture, um, like creating that time and that space to celebrate. Um, that's a tough one for me, not because it's challenging to celebrate, 
because when I think about that, I'm like, what does that look like? Mm. <laughs> like, um, like it, it leaves me, it doesn't, I feel maybe a little bit uncomfortable when I'm thinking about it because like, it's very unta- intangible to me. Like, yeah. and maybe it's cause I don't know what I want. Like, like oh. when I, when, when I get to that thing, it's like, okay, well, like, what do I get myself? Like, it's, it's the same reason why I like, it's like for my birthday, I just want like a few cool people around and to have an amazing discussion and to get fired up around a thing. Right. And so like, it's, it's that type of feeling where like, that I'm like, okay, so I'm going to have like this mini birthday when I like do this thing. And it's like, okay, wh- what do I want? We can be there. And I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. You're going to have to step. I think everybody has to step out of that vagueness. What do I want? What do I want? We're actually going to talk about that in our next podcast. Yeah. Um, you started to uh, open up something that I think is interesting. In goal setting, we always think we're going to feel better or differently or be someone else when we arrive, mm, sure. air quotes, at a goal. The interesting thing to me is that you're really over there isn't really any different than right here. So then the question is, why even set goals? Why even struggle? Why even move forward? Why not just be comfortable right here? Sure. And uh, this is something my master coach kind of beats into our heads all the time is that, well, you're going to be a human, no matter where you are, you're going to have demons. You're going to have emotions that you have to process all of the things problems are forever. You might as well do the business and be a successful writer or drive a nice car or have the body that, you know, is functioning well and is well-maintained and still be a human over there. You're still going to have all the stuff. None of it goes away. You're still going to be you. But you might as well drive the car you want to drive. Might as well. And so that's that's her mindset. And that's one that I think about a lot. Well, it's not any better over there. So why am I going to do it? And that forces me to hone in on why I want it. Instead of just, well, I'll get something and I'll be better. And it's like vague. Why do I want to drive that car? Is my image wrapped around it? Is why do I want to finish my degree? Why? Will I be smarter? Will I be more respected? Nope. No one's going to care. Well, why do it? Because I want to do it. I want to finish what I started. That's a good reason. I will set that goal. And it forces me out of that vagueness if I don't assume that I will get something when I quote unquote arrive. There really isn't nice. a prize over there. But if I know why I want it, I have something to celebrate. I did what I wanted to do. I finished the thing. Sweet. I think I'm going to take my husband out for dinner. We are going to go and celebrate. Sometimes sometimes I set, like I'm not really good at buying myself things. So sometimes I'll set some frivolous thing. I will buy, say, a new microphone or a new wireless headset that I can run with. Something that matches in with my goal. When I reach this line in the sand, then I will up this level because I will have proved that I'm going to go this direction long enough to justify this technology. And so that's part of the way I celebrate too, is I set these little, I won't buy a thing until I get to here. Because we have enough money in general in this country that, both countries, that we can kind of buy the things that we want if we really want them. And so I just use them as carrots along the way. Well, actually, I I adore that actually, because I've been doing that a little bit too, because it's really, so things you learn when you're an adult. I can like one. I can like buy whatever I want, whatever I want. Um, we had this conversation a little bit of this conversation like pre-podcast, but like um 
my life has shown that if I do that enough, I just end up with a whole bunch of things that like I thought I wanted or I wanted for like a day, but now they're just like sitting around not getting used. Um, and it's interesting when they get tied into goals because I'm like, I'm so amped on like reaching that level. Mm-hmm. that when I get like the, the thing there. So you talked about the new car. I, it was actually the narrative in my head that I want to play it. So like, it's like, when I make this much money, I'm going to buy a new car. And then you're like, but why is it myself or whatever? And it's like, well, what if you're buying a new car? Cause like, you just want to like, just be able to have like weekend adventures that are like really amazing. Like I live in Canada, right? And you can just drive a couple hours in any direction and you're just like in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, and what if like your next goal was then to like plan a one month trip, right? And so now you're in the sports car, you know, which was part of the other goal. Um, and you're like super amped because now you get to like plan this trip and like prove that you're like independent and like, you can set a whole other goal around that, right? Mm-hmm. Like do it within this budget and do this thing and just like collect all these experiences, like whatever you want to do. Um, but when you like tie physical things, because we're like so consumery, for better or worse, we I, I can Amazon anything in one day to any, anywhere, <laughs> to, to work or to home. Uh-huh. Uh, and so instead of doing that, um, when I do tie goals and intention around them, man, I love those things so much more. Cause I'm like, Oh shit, this thing's here. And I'm like, I'm packing. I can't wait to get like this microphone set up or this thing. And like, how does it work? Okay. Does this better? And then all of a sudden it's just like, it, the microphone specifically is like, is this audio quality better? And I'm like, in look at its stuff. And like, I'm mm-hmm. so much more like with it. Like instead yeah. of just getting the things that it's like, Oh, I thought it'd be a good idea to have that thing. Instead of like, I'm really invested. Cause I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm like building more of like whatever this ideal life I'm looking for mm-hmm. is, right? Yeah. And and that's really cool. That feeling I think can only come out of the progressive realization of goals. Yeah. Cause it's like it's this weird tangible like transition moment where you're like stepping off one goal onto another one. And it just has this like really hard to articulate feeling that I think all the listeners probably know. But like it's just really awesome. And it just kind of gets you jazzed for like your next chapter, right? Yeah. Instead of just that, that wet noodle whipping analogy that you can yeah, sometimes right. do. I think the other fun thing is it transforms things. Like you said, in my house that are just things into symbols of my, my little miniature successes and my, my achievements. Yeah. I bought that treadmill because I made X amount of dollars coaching done. So every time I get on that treadmill, I'm like, I bought a treadmill. <laughs> I made coaching money. I help people. This is amazing. And then I start doing the 63%. 60 Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it just, uh, it alivens you. I think it brings, it can bring you into the presence. It can give you, at least for me, a little bit more of childlike enthusiasm of playing with it. Because with so much freedom be, to be able to buy anything and do anything, it can be overwhelming. So giving myself little containers where I can play this sandbox. This is the sandbox where I'm going to build the castle for now. Can make it more fun. Totally. Versus, uh, well, I still got 55 years left to go. <laughs> Almost there. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm bored. So let's fill my entire life with new novel things. <laughs> new novel. My, my house is full. What now? And now I need to hire somebody to clean it up. <laughs> yeah. So that's goals. I think everybody sets them for different reasons. I, I would love to hear if anybody else has other reasons they set goals. But that's our experience with goals. Yeah, I think it takes all kinds. I think it 
I'm always fascinated by the different ways that like goals motivate and like seep into people's like lives, lifestyle, and like even philosophy of life. Mm-hmm. Cause like, and I would, so I'd love to hear lots of perspectives from someone who like just lives and breathes goals. You're, you're like much closer to that than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I'm the outsider in this conversation a lot of the time where I like, I have to like choke down like this distaste for this conversation where like, measurable that's all you people ever care about if you could measure about whatever well that's the weird thing is if i tell people it loses momentum for me it's all in my head i'm not telling anybody if i tell somebody else my goal like this one's an outlier that that yeah yeah for a year but usually as soon as i tell somebody it's already it's like i already got my prize i'm gonna do this thing oh now i'm not motivated to do this thing anymore because now somebody else expects me to do it totally that sucks (laughs) <laughs> tell anybody what you're doing that's how it works for me but I know that it doesn't work that way for everybody so some people have to tell somebody some people can't tell somebody it's really bizarre how different people work with their goals but you have to make it intentional whatever the <laughs> that works yeah you have to get out of that fuzzy I don't even know what I want state get intentional write it down and maybe not show anyone and then come up with a plan and be willing to overcome all those miniature obstacles and not take any of those little failures as reasons to stop. You set a goal and you're doing something that's stretching you, you're going to fall on your face. You just are. I just lost two podcasts, podcasts for this. <laughs> no, I was so mad at myself for like two weeks. And I was like, it's going to be okay. Let's re-record them. It's like, <laughs> we should just quit. It's yeah. ruined. It's ruined. So I had whole to- podcast is over. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled out my melodramatic case <laughs> and I stormed out of the room. They just don't give a damn. <laughs> but I, it's a year. We have to do a year. And of course, my brain started doing the percentages. Why would I quit? We've done yeah, that. you're like way too far along now. So. <laughs> <laughs> so play with it. Figure out what works for you. Tell people. See what happens. Don't tell people. See what happens. But be intentional. Get out of that vagueness and and create something you want to create, whatever it is. Might as oh, yeah. well. Yeah. You might as well be a, a person with the goal you want or versus the person without the thing you want. That's my opinion. <laughs> Which Perfect. I think I nailed into the I love ground. It. You nailed impressive. it. You nailed it. <laughs> Look at all that intention. Yes. Yes. I shouldn't drink caffeine ever again. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> Good. Well, thanks for coming along on this uh, goal setting ride. Yeah, it was fun. Time. No, it's good. You <laughs> told okay. all the same stories. Most, you think it's so? Fine. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, shh, don't tell them that. They'll never know. They'll never know. I won't even know. We're so the, we'll we're... see you in a week. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>